This podcast is brought to you by The Conscious Carnivore. The Conscious Carnivore works with Wisconsin farmers to provide Madison and the surrounding area with ethically sourced grass-fed beef, heritage pork, pastured and soy-free chicken, or any one of the myriad of sundries they carry. They're sure to help make your dinner table a happy place to gather. Check them out on University Avenue. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Over the Wall Podcast. I am Diego and today I'm joined by my co-host. Yesenia. And Jocelyn. And today we're going to be talking about privacy in the Latinx household. Or should we say lack of privacy? I don't know about you guys, but I grew up in a household that had a no closed door policy, obviously Mm -hmm. under the exception of when you're changing. And that's pretty much it. Or when you had girls over. Well, that might have been in your household because I feel that you had a bit more privacy. Technically, I wasn't supposed to have doors closed, but I did. Mira tu rebelde. We don't have the rights to that song. Please That's stop. as much as we can do. Entonces. How about you, Yos? In our household, I've definitely had had a girl in my room with the door closed. Oh my God, que escándalo. No. Pinche escandalosa. Uh, it was my best friend, Denny. Shout out to you, Denny. Uh, and we used to have dance parties in my room. Um, so yeah, we'd just put on the strobe lights, dance out to some reggaeton, probably some other music. But but yeah, but I think in our household, we definitely had had the opportunity to like emparejar la puerta even, I guess. Like it wasn't like a full open door. Um, I think our parents definitely like, oh, ¿para qué la puerta? Like you're only doing your homework. But it was just kind of like a a nice blocking out of whatever noise could be. Pues para concentrarme más, ¿no? También pinches Laura ya fuera, no chingan. Asando los chiles, no manches. Se me meten los ojos. Yes, start coughing. ¿Cómo puedo subir si no puedo ver, ama? Quieres que repruebe. But yeah, I think like the door, again, it's probably like only, well, you close it when you're changed. Um, we actually, I don't know about you, but we did lock our doors and we closed our doors. So like when we would go to bed. I don't know if you had to keep it open as well, but we we totally closed ours. Yeah, I'd close the door when sleeping, but any other time outside of that. And I think, like, you had dance parties. Like, I was only allowed vigorous studying. (laughs) (laughs) And the first dance party I had was when you came over. And I think we duked it out in that dance game that you brought, like, ages ago. This is when I was living at my mom's. I don't remember this. Was it dance dance party? It was, was some it like the Xbox. It was, yeah. And oh, I smoked that smoked you. That connect. was my first dance party, and I was in my twenties. Ooh, <laughs> dance party! Shit, we've been friends forever. Friends forever. I'm gonna have to end this friendship Dug- right now. <laughs> Are you friendship breaking up with me right now? Yes. Hmm. Whatever. You're Can gonna come I? back. You always come back. And I think talking about who was allowed to close the door or not close the door in the household. I me, it, as me. Yeah. I close the door all the time. Tell us about why you had that quote-unquote privilege of closing the door. Because of the gender dynamics in the Latinx community, I had a little bit more privilege to get away with things that I was technically not supposed to get away with, like closing a door when I had a girl mm-hmm. over or going out by myself without <gasps> a chaperone. I Dios mío. Yeah. So you were able to have girls in your room you were able to have girls in your room i was able to have girls in my room but the door open 
Yeah. And I had one guy friend over when my mom was home and definitely had to be. And I wasn't even dating him. He was just my friend. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, hey, like, come over to my house. And he was so, I don't know if he just like weirded out by all like the Mexicanness of the house. He never came back. <laughs> he oh, never came oh, back over. Dump his ass. He's not worth it. Again, girl. we weren't even oh, dating. Yeah. <laughs> we were like in junior high and we we're like, hey, let's hang out. Let's well, be friends. Let's do friend things. Yeah. No. <laughs> and esa casa no. And I think that's, that's like one thing too, like having people over or when you invite friends to like a family birthday party, just everybody is like, oh, who's this person? Who's that person? And I remember one time um, I took a friend to my dad's birthday party and he's like, oh, yes, it's it. like in an angry tone. I was like, oh, it's just a friend, like literally. That's also how my dad talks, though. Like people true. are always like. Was your dad mad? That's like, true. He's not mad. He's just that's his voice. You just talk loud. And then he'll come into the room and like point at everybody and call everyone a loser, loser. and then walk away. Um, and, and I think like that's one of the things. Like, whenever there's new people in whatever setting you are, there's a very big curiosity in the Latino Latina community of like, oh, people are intrigued to know who is this person, why are they here, um. And I think that's one thing that I feel like I commonly see, like, you know, more so in the smaller settings of like, oh, because the cumpleaños de fulano or we're just gathering to have a comida or whatever. Whenever there's someone new, there's a big, um, a big thing of obviously you do introduce them and you have that mannerism. But at the same time, the curiosity of people like who is this person where do they come from? Where are they working? And like kind of starts like a prejudgment of a person. And I think, you know, when you first are introducing someone, whether it's a friend, uh, a partner or anything, um, that privacy, you there's things that you just want to keep. You're, you're not going to tell them your whole their whole life at the family comida, you know. I mean, I think there's like boundaries that sometimes get overstepped um, if it's in a funny way or in a way that's like just to be curious question what are boundaries in the latinx family dynamic there's a lot of hierarchy in our community the youngest people tend to have the least amount of power and then it it goes like upwards to your parents your grandparents so on and so forth right but i mean you know we there is this like uh, there is this ingrained sense of respecting your elders and i don't know about anyone else but i know for me it was you know what they say goes and you don't question Mm -hmm. it and it's not it's not we weren't taught or shown that it was okay to question authority more so to this is what I need you to do, do it. You know, or like, I can open all your mail. Honey, you got mail. Yeah. Like, what, mom, this is all opened. You know, like you went through my mail. Definitely. I think, like, I mean, the mail issue is a huge thing for me. And I think a lot of us. Well, that just happened to me, like, a month ago. Like, I got a letter from our insurance carrier. Like, my mom opened it. It's like, hey, you got this letter from Allstate or whatever. And uh, she was like, sent me a picture of it. It's like, hey, you got this in the mail. Here's a picture. <laughs> I was like, oh, why are you opening my mail? I mean, I know I haven't been there like a month, month and a half, but still. <laughs> yes. No, pues llegó a la casa. <laughs> that's, yes. And I think. That's the fucking, yeah, the response. They're like, well, me llegó aquí a la casa. It's like, yeah, but it, for me. Yes. 
That does not exist. It has my name on it. Everything's a collective, including your mail. Not your name on it. <laughs> my name on it. I think the mail is a huge thing that, like, you know, we definitely see, like, in our everyday type of life. I've definitely received a picture like that, too. Um, but with, like, my bank statement, I'm like, I want you to know about my finances, girl. Yes, I had a late fee on there. No, I don't need financial help. <laughs> but doing doing in that, like, I love receiving mail, mail personally. So I look forward to opening a piece of paper up. Um, as well as like when I receive Amazon packages, but like it takes out so much excitement when someone has already opened your mail and I, and I feel like it's a habit that I've also have carried on. Um, you know, I'm learning this habit of opening someone's mail is quote unquote. Okay. It's not, um, it's a habit that continues. It's a habit that I've noticed. Like I have opened up my sister's Amazon packages (gasps) because I know I've taken the joy away from them opening it, but never. But yeah, it's just something that, like, again, going into boundaries and habits and what we're learning, we're learning and doing that this is, you know, something that we have um, a right to. And I think going into what you were mentioning earlier about, um, oh, that you were both touching on this in in a way, and it like sparked up a thought, like you're you're in my house. Like I think Linux parents have this. Um, idea and you know maybe other parents too um but there's an idea that estás viviendo bajo mi casa you are living under my house therefore um and you are my child therefore um i have access and i have the right to know certain things and i think that's an idea that a lot of latinx parents have and i think you know obviously like us we fighting push we're giving pushback and challenging that that believe basically my house my rules mm-hmm. yeah i mean i've, I've heard some people, yeah less. to have that same idea but i know that my mom was a, well, i shouldn't say was she is she's a huge snoop mm-hmm. we're growing up she would snoop through everything so i've grown up with this thought of never keep anything you know um like sensitive out anything that you want to keep private don't keep it in the house you know like move all your private stuff mm-hmm. elsewhere not <laughs> it's gonna get found i don't know i think maybe you guys are just really bad at hiding stuff because like as a firstborn male of your uh, family like what wrong could you really like my older <laughs> brother we've talked about this in my family where he could murder somebody and my mom would see him the weapon in his hand, the body on the floor, and turn around and blame one of us. <laughs> <laughs> like, how could you, Alex? <laughs> you made your brother do this. It's the privilege of the firstborn first male. Born. Right. And everyone else is not as cool and deserves no trust. Like, all the trust is just, <laughs> there's only so much resource for trust that goes to the firstborn son, and then no one else gets anything. <laughs> it trickles down, like, maybe 5%. Five percent trickle down economics. It works. <laughs> it works. Yeah. <laughs> Look uh, at that. I do want to touch back on the whole door closed things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rub it in my face. Why don't you? Obviously, <laughs> this is what it's for. You said you you got to close your doors. Do you think yeah. it's because it, I got to close my doors? Um. No. I think it was just like it wasn't a boy who I was bringing into the space. These were just like my friends. My girlfriends from school we're having a dance party like or you're just talking about like 
the boys, your crushes, or like, oh my god, what are we gonna, what are we gonna wear tomorrow for school? Like, let's go bring your whole closet. I have my whole closet here, like things like that. Um, so I, I don't really think it would was if I would have brought in a. I think it would definitely been if I would have brought in like a a boy or whatever. Hell no, I wouldn't have the door closed. They wouldn't. They wouldn't even let me take the boy into my room. How far could the boy get into the house? Hasta la sala. Oh, in Mexico they have this thing because they have like la calle. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, la calle, and that's basically like the extent of where you can take someone into. It's a that? really wide net. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> the stoop. You got the stoop. And that is all. Oh, I wanted to say that my mom has allowed one boyfriend on the stoop, another one into the living room, the closest seat to the door. <laughs> to the front door mm-hmm. and then brian he's finally made it further into the house which i think is a privilege of Ooh. our nine plus years of a relationship we finally got i think he might have seen the whole house at this point oh dang has to uh... i find that weird because but it took a long time for him to get there it didn't take me that long to get into your house no like my mom like you're a family friend so yeah. like she's like oh diego was here like when my mom she would know when someone was over in the house when she was away so she'd come mm-hmm. home and she's like, Alguien estuvo aquí. ¿Quién pasaron a la casa? It's like, oh my God. Like, mom was just Diego. She's like, oh, okay. But if it was like the neighbor, I think they were like from Texas or something. She would like, don't let him in the house. He's not allowed in the house. Why would you let him in here? How many times have I told you? It's like, oh my God, you really hate the neighbor. So do you think it was like certain people got a little more like um, leeway into coming in? Literally you and Brian. Okay. Because I found out in your house with like just your sister and i yeah and like that's okay because my mom even though she has questionable comments about your mom <laughs> she, i think she generally likes both of you like genuinely likes is it because I, I i hooked her up with some cds oh, oh my god i totally forgot about that yeah she's made you a hat yeah oh i know gosh, that my mom likes you, you yeah. yeah she knitted Dang. him one with the barter system. Yes. Oh my God, it goes way back. Long live the barter system. Yeah. But even before then, I think she was totally cool. Like when we had our my first official dance party, she liked you even then. I don't get it. I don't understand why people like me. It's because you are the firstborn Mexican that son of a family. She's like, oh my God, it's just like Mijo. <laughs> She's like, it's just yeah. like Miguel. <laughs> Perfect little angel. <laughs> Can do no wrong. If she only knew. Was there, so in general, was there any topics or things that you felt um, growing up or now until this day that you want to keep private, that you feel there's a lack of privacy for? I guess, like, thinking back, like, what things do you feel like you don't have enough privacy for? What things do you currently feel like you don't have privacy for? I know we're all out of the house now. I mean, my mail... I'm yeah. on my mail. <laughs> it's a comfort of knowing that my mail is safe from the, <laughs> our mother's true. prying hands. Going going alongside like certain things that I felt like, yeah, I never really felt like I had anything that I wanted to hide inside my house. Oh, I did. Or that I felt like I needed to like, like, meter una calceta and then put it under my bed and in a pillow. Like, I don't know. I never felt like I needed to. I guess I did have my diaries. Those were written in English, so at the time, I don't know if my 
my I guess I didn't really think like, oh, are my, can my parents read English? Can they know what I'm writing? Are they fluent in angsty teen? Yeah, like angsty <laughs> teen. So I think like besides my diaries, there wasn't really much that I felt like I needed to um kind of store away, quote unquote, um keep so private. I think the most recent one was, and I think I kind of mentioned it to y'all at one point um because I thought it was, I'm like, oh my God, like why do I have to do it to this extent? But I, I had gone to like the gyno um, just for like a checkup and everything. And my mom saw like the bill of of the, the doctor was that I went to. She's like, oh, well, why did you go here? Because she got got to it before I did. She's like, oh, like, why'd you get these tests done? And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, they're just like standard tests that everybody gets done when you go into the doctor. And I think like, like, yeah, certain things like my doctor stuff where I think she would get curious and certainly they might not want to talk about i do want to keep like private from people seeing it even if it's like 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 my dad or anybody it's just kind of like oh well it's like it's like my health it's my my way of being healthy so like, i don't really care for opinions or thoughts around it um and i think sometimes when there is no privacy opinions and thoughts are put into into these type of things okay so when i went to live in Mexico, my cousin had a totally different relationship from her parents than I think anyone else that I really knew in the States that mm-hmm. was like from Mexico from the same area. Like they had totally, they, they had boundaries, which I thought was interesting because I grew up without any boundaries. Right. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's because your parents rely on you just as much as you rely on them in some aspects. So, you know, you'd go to the doctor and you would be the interpreter for your mom as a kid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you'd be learning all this super private stuff about your mom you know your relatives and you're like a kid and so you have this in a way there's a give and take relationship when it comes to like privacy and autonomy i can tell you i never opened the goddamn mail (laughs) that's true (laughs) they opened it and then they made me read it but i didn't open it (laughs) yeah what was uh, the relationship of um you said you mentioned your cousin yeah like i guess what were the differences that you noticed like their boundaries Oh my God, I don't even know where to start. There's so many. Um, I was just so very jealous because, so she was a college student and so they would fund her schooling and expenses, right? But then some of that she'd use and, you know, allocate to like her own like health wellness checkup. She had a longtime boyfriend, so she would, you know, do whatever she wanted with those funds. And like her parents never really asked her like, hey, give us a breakdown of like your budget of how you're spending this money. Like it's never that. And she's like, oh yeah, I'm just going to go do this. or I'm going to go do this. And I was just like, do your parents know? She's like, well, no, like, why would they? Like, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, this is my, bu- like, this is my budget yeah. for the week or the month or whatever. Like, whatever. And they would have, like, conversations when, so we'd go to my grandmother's house, to the rancho on the weekends to visit and spend time with family and stuff. Don't at me, Diego. I wasn't going to say none. I can see it in your eyes, your judgment. I wasn't going to say anything. And my rancho pretty cousin. So she, on the weekends, she would go talk to her parents and sometimes I'd be there, like, hitting the hot gossip or whatever from them and, um, you know, her mom would say like, hey, by the way, like, make sure you keep your finances separate from your boyfriend because you're not a married couple, things like that. Yeah. But that was pretty much the extent of it. Huh. That was it. It was just like financial reminders or like reassurances and stuff. I mean, she did whatever the, sh- the F she wanted. And she I think they actually did have like a joint account somewhere. <laughs> but that's not here nor there. Yeah. Yeah. And that was it. That's interesting. It's like I've never, never, never seen that. Yeah. That was weird. Boundaries. A semi-healthy relationship between daughter and mother. Mm hmm. Weird. I think that's, that's pretty cool like i think right now i'm seeing that with um our sister um our youngest sister i don't have any sisters 
You have three. <laughs> so I feel like I'm kind of seeing that a little bit like with our younger sister where she's going to school right now. Um, and she had like a summer job. but And, you know, she saved that up. So she's going to use it for like her rent and stuff. They got a little house at the front with some friends. Um, but I think last year was her first year in school. So obviously um, I encourage her like, oh, don't work if you have that that flexibility to not so you can just like get a hang of the ear um and adapt to it so my parents were you know she had like a budget too because obviously she hadn't been working um and i think i i think i don't see like my parents like monitor the money um they just kind of give it to her like in the besides like the general talk of like make sure that you spend it you know on things that you need things for school food um here and there but for the most part i think yeah i don't know if maybe she's like the youngest one now and like they've gone through three of us that like they just don't really care you guys um, have worn them down yes i mean they already messed up three trying maybe they'll <laughs> like try not to try but they have four kids and they have four different opportunities on a regular basis to open up mail that that's very true. exciting <laughs> it's very i wonder exciting. how they feel when they're opening up our mail okay Probably Since the way you feel about opening your own uh, mail. Yes. <laughs> like, they, like, ¿Qué es eso? ¿Qué dice? ¿Qué dice? ¿Qué tiene? Oh, my God. Because like, I fucking love opening mail. And I don't know if it's because I wasn't allowed to. Or not yeah. maybe allowed to, but, like, I didn't get a chance to yeah. open up my own mail. <laughs> you know? Like, the mailman would come in around three. My mom wouldn't show up until, like, five or maybe even later. And I would just sit there. Looking <laughs> like, at it. What? I mean, they, they would be her bills, but it's like, what? what do they say? What mysteries do they contain? And so now... I loved getting mail so much that in my previous apartment, Mm -hmm. the mailman knew how much I freaking loved it and sometimes would walk my mail over to my car. Like I'd be coming home at the same time and like, oh yeah, here, I got your stuff. And so it became this like daily routine of like, hey man, like anything in the mail for me? He's like, oh yeah, here you go. And then I just drive back to work. (laughs) I fucking love mail. so happy in my new day. But you know what I don't do? What do you not do? I don't open Brian's mail. Ah, blasphemy! I would huh. never. Huh. You're, just, you're gonna be a very bad Latina wife. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> huh? That's actually a really interesting thought. Of like, yeah, I guess, yeah, that makes sense. I guess I won't open my partner's mail in the future. But yeah, it's really respectful. <laughs> it's the least I could do. How would you open their mail? It's not your shit. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like if it's a bill that like you both know you're paying, but it might just be someone else's name on there, I would say it's fine. First of all, not to like bill shame you, but why haven't you moved some of those bills to like their e forms or done auto like uh, pay? <laughs> Continuing the conversation around um, yeah. privacy, I think it, it's funny because I remember as as a younger child. Um, um, so, so I think like even thinking about like boundaries and stuff, like going into like the dramatic side, um, and even to like real life stuff, but there's been times where like, I know something happened, um, and my mom goes ahead and she shares it with her comadre, you know? And I'm just kind of like, ma, like staring at her, like, yo, like, what are you, what are you saying right now? Like, why are you telling her this? Like, she does not need to know this, that she doesn't need to know I sneaked out of the window and then you caught me. And I was grounded without my phone. Like, I can't import that. Like, why, why are you embarrassing me? You know. So I think I think that's like 
another little aspect of privacy. But but what do you feel about? I mean, we've all lived in like neighborhoods with high, like where it's been like our community, our Latinx community. Um, did you ever feel like there was like lack of privacy between like the neighborhood itself? No. Yeah. Tell us more. Well, like Angelita would just walk in. Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. I mean, my mom's neighbors are really into the Confederate flag. They are most definitely oh. not welcome to walk in whenever they want. Yeah. I think that your neighborhood is a little bit different. Oh, yeah. There was like one white family or two tops yeah. at one point. I think there's two right now. And do they mind their own goddamn business? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I know, but you guys seem to have more of a community setting in your neighborhood and mm-hmm. having people like walk in when you're trying to live your life just sounds exhausting and I'm not jealous at all. It doesn't happen yeah. all the time, but every once in a while people just like walk. They just show up. People would just show up. Yeah, there's always a lot of people at our house for different things, whether it was like La Tanda. Um, well, just to come over. Food. Yeah, just Leftovers. Over food. Oh my God, I'd be so pissed. Like to drop food off. Oh, okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Like just so many people. To pick up a bag from the bag trough. <laughs> yeah, yes. that. I, that's like actually one thing realizing now. Like till this day, there, you know, our house is, it has a lot of people. Like it has a lot of people coming in and coming out. Sometimes I show up and there's people there. Like, mm-hmm. not. With my parents. Oh yeah. my god, that is how your mom collects cheese. <laughs> they love they, coming. They love coming to her. They need to exchange like, oh, vine por una bolsa, pero tiene que Papá soltar no. algo, no? Like, oh, mira, okay, lo que pasó con Laura y yo. The bartering system. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and then, and then that's very true. Like, we grew up with a lot of people always like around, and I think like now, like now, and even like back then, there was always like some. Sometimes there was definitely thoughts of like oh my god like why like i'm like can it can it just like be us like or can y'all like not come or can you i'm like or like not wanting to open the door like sometimes it's kind of like eh, i'm not gonna open the door like whoever else is around you open it because i don't want to greet this person <laughs> like <laughs> you get in mood yeah we used to do that with the telephone too when we had like a house line we would do this one thing that it was called um we we'd say sappho so we just say Safo and like basically the last person who said it would have to pick up the phone and answer. I like that system. The not hit system. Not but hit. why not just collectively ignore a person why like not? they were a you know, a missionary or something? The bathroom door. Closed always. always what closed. kind unless, of household? Unless oh I'm God. here by myself. Right. Then I leave the door open when I poop. Because yeah. my cats will come and it's like scratch from the bottom. Oh my God, that's Let adorable. And I'm like, I'm trying to poo. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot of non privacy, privacy things that happened. Oh man. Yeah. It's a lot of small little things. Yeah. We've touched upon a lot of subjects, you know, having people over, having some form of significant partner over and closing doors or mm-hmm. not closing doors um family friends people just dropping by unannounced your mom's cheese and will which i will always try to bring up to at least one time per episode <laughs> that mail just a lot just all, all over the place yeah it's a, it's a lot privacy uh, is a lot i think that wraps up all we have to say regarding privacy or actually more lack of than anything else 
in the Latinx community and our experiences as well. Uh, so thank you again for joining us on today's episode. And share with us your what the fuck moments of privacy. That was great. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Over the Wall Podcast. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe, rate, and review our podcasts. Send us an email to overthewallcast at gmail.com.